Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for August 24th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Greater is Coming. This is part 10 of the series. It's about faith and patience. And the title of today's message is Being Led of God. Being Led of God. Now, I can go a bunch of different ways with this, but I'm teaching about the life of David. And so in our last message, before I went on vacation, thank you, First of all, I just want to say I needed the break. I really enjoyed the the vacation and thank you for your prayers and your support. Uh, But before I went on vacation, we crossed over into 1 Samuel chapter 17. Today, we're going to look at 1 Samuel 17 and I'm covering verses 12 through 32. So there's a lot there. I'm not going to read all the verses for you. I'm just going to cover it. So let's go ahead and get into the story. So before I went on vacation, we left off with the story of David. Basically, this is leading up to David and Goliath where you have two armies, the Philistine army and the Israelite army, the Israeli army mustered on both sides of a valley. And the only thing that is separating them is the Valley of Elah. And the giant, Goliath, he came out to taunt Saul and to taunt not just Saul, but the whole Israeli army. And he did this every day. He came out and he struck fear in their hearts. Satan used one man. I mean, think about how crazy this is. Satan used one man to paralyze an entire nation. So let's pick up the story from there. By now, you know that Jesse had eight boys and David was the num- the last one, number eight, right? The eighth son. And so Jesse's three oldest sons were in the army, Eliab, Abinadab, and Shemaiah. And so they were in the army, they were part of Saul's army, and they were part of the group that was mustered up right there at the Valley of Elah. And they were part of the group that were like paralyzed with fear every time the giant came out and he was talking smack to them, right? So during this time, they're part of this paralyzed force. And what was David doing? David, the youngest, he was back at home, back with his father's sheep. Now, I want to say this. He was called and anointed by God to be the king of Israel. The power of God was on him. The Bible says that it came upon him from that day. He was called. Uh, he, he was anointed. He knew that he was supposed to be the king, but he had no idea of how it was going to happen. So, you know, he just had to wait. He had to wait because he had no idea, although he knew he was called, how, how, it was gonna, how he was going to get from where I am today to where God called me to be, where I am today, to what God revealed. God showed me this business. God showed me me writing this. God showed me doing that. Now, I don't know how I'm going to get there, God. I'm sure that you can identify with that. You're like, okay, well, I know where I am. I know where God called me to be, and I don't know how to get there. You, You are going to have to learn to trust God and wait on his timing. So, David was doing that. So what was David doing? He had already been called to the palace. He played music for the king. But when Saul went to the to fight, basically, you know, when he grabbed the, the, the soldiers and went to the front lines, David was sent back home. And when David went back home, what was he doing? His daddy said, boy, you better get out there and watch some sheep. So he went right back to watching sheep. 
And my point here is that this series is about faith and patience. And, and if you are not faithful over what is in front of you, you, you may never get the opportunity to make the most of what God has ahead of you. Let me say that again. You got to be faithful over what is in front of you today so that God can open the door to your tomorrow. And so David was like, fine, if I got to watch sheep, I got, I just watch sheep. Even though he knew he was called to do something greater, he was called to be the king of Israel. He humbled himself. He went right back to watching sheep. Now back on the military front, going back to the whole thing with Goliath, Goliath is out there talking smack every day. And he says, listen, this is how it's going to work. Let's fight one-on-one. And if your one man kills me, then we'll all be your slaves. If I kill your one man, then you guys will become our slaves. And he did this, watch this, the Bible says, for 40 days. Now think about how crazy this is. You have an army here, an army here, a valley separating them. You have one man coming out. He's a giant, but he's still one man. He's talking smack and he paralyzed the nation of Israel for 40 days. So during this time, Jesse says, hey, David, come here. He's like, yes, sir. He's like, hey, I need you to take some lunch to your brothers. He says, uh, and matter of fact, I'm going to send some cheese for the boy's captain too. He was like, all right, cool. And so he was like, take this to your, to your brothers. Now he was called to be king, but his father asked him to take lunch to his brothers. So he said, yes, sir, no problem. I'll take it. He humbled himself. He humbled himself to be like an Uber Eats delivery man for his brothers, even though he knew his brothers didn't even like him. And he did that. Why? Because that is the heart of God. The heart of God is for you to humble yourself. I'm going to deal with this here in a minute. And then God will exalt you when that time comes. So David left the sheep with another shepherd and he grabs the lunch and he's going out there to take the lunch to his brothers and to that captain, right? So he gets out there, couldn't, fi couldn't find them. So he left the food with the supply sergeant. And then he saw that the army was assembled over there. So he went and he talked to some people. And as he gets out there, he heard Goliath talking smack. So he gets out there and Goliath is doing his daily taunt. And so David is like, whoa, what is going on? Why are these people acting like punks? Like, aren't these supposed to be soldiers? So he was saying, hey, what's going on? Why is it? It's like, yo. So they said, listen, um, this is what's going on. So somebody tells David, says, have you seen the giant? David was like, why are y'all afraid? Why nobody's fighting this dude? And they, this is what the Bible says. Like one of the soldiers says, hey, have you seen the giant? Are you crazy? Have you seen that dude? He comes out here to defy the nation of Israel every day. And the king though has offered a huge reward to anyone who can go out there and kill him. The king says that if you can kill this man, I'm going to give you my daughter and I'm going to make sure that your whole family is tax exempt for the rest of your life. And so David was asking about a clarification of the reward when his brother, his oldest brother, Eliab, heard, heard it. And so Eliab comes out and says, hey, what are you doing here? What are you doing here, David? Oh, what? what? He says, are you tired of taking uh, care of those few little sheep that you have? I know about your pride. I know about your deceit. You just want to see the battle. David was like, whoa, what have I done now? I was only asking a question and you're going off on me. David said, okay, forget you. David went over to the king and said, Mr. King, now remember he knew the king because he was playing the heart for the king. He went over to the king and said, listen, don't even worry about this uncircumcised Philistine. I'm going to go fight him. I'll fight him for you. No problem. And we're going to stop there. So we'll pause there. There's a lot that I covered today, right? So what does this mean to you today? What does this mean to you on this Monday morning? 
um, as I release you into this week, I'm going to give you six quick things. I know I already covered a lot, but let me give you six things real quick. Here we go. Number one, humility is the key to divine exaltation. Humility is the key. Peter said, humble yourself. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God and God will exalt you in due season. So if you humble yourself, God will exalt you. But if you exalt yourself, God will humble you. Now, take it from me. I've done both. I've experienced both. Take it from me. Humbling yourself is much better and letting God exalt you, right? So if you humble yourself, God won't have to humble you. But if you are full of pride, God will humble you. And I've been through both. And believe me, being humble by God is a very humbling process. So you should just humble yourself. David humbled himself. He was faithful over the sheep. He, he ran an errand for his dad. He, even though his brothers didn't even like him, he was doing whatever he was supposed to do. And there, there will come a season, like Peter said in First uh, Peter 5 and 6, there will come a season. God will exalt you in due season. There will come a season when your exaltation is due, but you got to hold on until that comes. You got it? Number two, the power of death and life are in the tongue. Now, I know all of us have heard like on the playground, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Now that kind of worked on the playground, but that doesn't work in real life. The power of death and life is in the tongue. Goliath paralyzed a whole nation with his, with his mouth, with words. And that's what the enemy does. The enemy is going to come and he will try to paralyze you with his words. He will speak words that is intended to strike fear in your heart. But while you're believing God, while you're waiting on God, you have to resist those words. Kind words, Solomon, who was David's son, later wrote, kind words help uh, and heal, but cutting words wound and maim. You should never allow the words from the enemy to get down in your heart. You don't have to accept them. The Holy Spirit will tell you what to receive and what to reject. You receive words from God and you reject words from the enemy. And since the power of death and life is in the tongue, while you're waiting on God, look at me, you got to watch your mouth. While you're waiting on God, you should never allow a negative word to come out of your mouth. Never speak against the promise. Always align your words with the promise. You have to say what God said until you see what God said. Say amen to that. All right. Number three. Listen to every situation through the filter of faith. Now, when you hear something, you got to hear it through the filter of faith. David heard the same thing that these people heard, but he didn't hear it the same way. They had been hearing it for 40 days. He only heard it once, but because he was anointed by God, the Holy Spirit was on him. David heard the voice behind the voice. And what I'm saying is that when you, when, when you are led of the Holy Spirit, you will hear things through the filter of faith, and it will wake up the giant inside of you. That's what happened with David. Listen, as a believer, you are going to face challenges. You will face your own personal giants in life. When you get a promise from God, you get excited, but things might get worse before they get better. And as a believer, when things come against you, you have to hear it through the filter of faith so that you can hear the voice behind the voice. And when you hear that, the Holy Spirit, you will know through the discernment of the Holy Spirit what to do with what you heard, what to receive, what to reject, and what to do next. Say amen to that. All right, number four, look at every situation through the lens of faith. Not only do you have to hear in faith, but you have to see in faith. David saw 
what the other saw, but he didn't see what the other saw. You know what I'm saying? He saw something. They were looking through natural eyes. He looked through spiritual eyes. That's why he said, wait, 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 wait. Why is this uncircumcised Philistine? He was saying, this dude ain't even circumcised. He's not in covenant with God. Why are you guys afraid of somebody who's not even in covenant with God. We are in covenant with the only wise and true God. We are in covenant with the God who sits on the circle of the earth. When you look at things through God's perspective, when you look at things through the lens of faith, something that might strike fear in someone else would just get you excited because you know that God is on you and in you and with you and for you. And there's nothing that you cannot do with God. Right? And so, so you are looking at every situation while you're waiting on God. While you're waiting on God, you're looking at every attack of the enemy. Even right now, what we're dealing with, with COVID-19 and a pandemic, you're looking at this situation through the lens of faith. Number five, you ask God to help you to develop spiritual discernment. Now, spiritual discernment is critical. That's why I'm talking about being led of God in all things. When you walk with God and you're attempting to become the man, the woman that God called you to be for such a time as this, as you're being led of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will tell you what to resist and what to receive, what to do, where to go, what to say when you get there, right? So even right now, let's say that this is a, a, a global pandemic. And so my family and I, we just went on vacation. I asked the Holy Spirit, should we go, right? The Holy Spirit will tell you, hey, yes, you can go here. And even while you're there, go or not go. Don't go. Hey, don't go here. Yes, it's okay to go there, right? The Holy Spirit, you got to be led of the Holy Spirit. What am I saying? I'm saying that as a born-again believer, you can't be just led by the news. There, there are believers right now that are just glued to the news 24-7. What's going on with the numbers today? How many people died of coronavirus today? What's the economy looking at now? How many people are unemployed? How many? And, and yet, you can't just be led by the news. You got to be led by the Spirit. You have to develop spiritual discernment. The Holy Spirit will tell you, yes, you can go or no, don't go. And as you're led of the Holy Spirit, like David was led of the Holy Spirit, he was led of the Holy Spirit to fight this man. And because he was, God was with him, right? So as you're led of the Holy Spirit, you now it may not be overnight. It took 20 years for David to become the king of Israel. So I'm saying it's not going to happen overnight. But you have to be led of the Spirit every step of the way and develop spiritual discernment. Say amen to that. All right, number six and finally, last point. I know I had a lot for today. Last one, last one. Here we go. You have the grace. Look at me as I close. Look at me. You have the grace to do whatever the Lord leads you to do. If God is leading you to do something, then the hand of God is on you to succeed. When the Lord led David to go fight Goliath, the hand of God was on him and we know what happened right? And so he killed him with a slingshot and a stone because the hand of God was on his life. Just remember this as I close. If it's the Lord's will, then it's the Lord's bill. Wherever God leads, he feeds. Wherever he guides, he provides. If he's leading you to do it, then no matter how big it is, no matter how crazy it seems, no matter how many people tell you, oh no, I don't think that's a good idea. You can't be led by them. You have to do what God called you to do. You have to do it God's way. And know that if God told you to do it, that he's going to be with you every step of the way and he will cause you to succeed. His super will be on your natural and the supernatural will flow to you and then through you and you will experience supernatural success. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life on this Monday morning. Say this. Say, Father, I know I have a real enemy. He will come against me in real ways. But I also know I have a real God who has graced me to resist these threats by faith. 
So you have given me the grace to fight and win. You have given me spiritual discernment. I hear with spiritual ears. I look through spiritual eyes. I discern what to resist and what to receive. And on those occasions in which I'm led to resist the enemy, I take my stand in faith, not wavering, without a doubt, fearing nothing. I am led of your spirit every day. And I know that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big subscribe button. Click on it and sign up. You'll get the messages. They'll be a blessing to you. Listen, I shared a lot today, but whatever it is that was for you, like as I was going through all these points, there were some nuggets that were for you. Take those nuggets, apply it to your life, meditate it, medicate it, go out there, be led of the Holy Spirit in all things. Just be led of God. Go out there in this Monday morning and this week, be led of God, do whatever God tells you to do, and you will experience supernatural success. I love you. God loves you more. Do me a favor. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Leave me some comments in the chat, and I will see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.